It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jane Pickett, our resident uh, vet. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. You're, you're, thank you for holding. You're, you're really good. Let me get straight into uh, questions for you. Anne says, I have a boxer dog, three years uh, old. We had another boxer who unfortunately had to be put to sleep in January. And since then, our three-year-old boxer dog is very, very down. He's gone off his food. We take him out for walks twice a day to try to cheer him up. But he's still off his food and just seems to be grieving really more than anything Uh, says Anne would Jane have any advice I think really Anne is doing quite a lot of what it would normally suggest it is really really tough on all of the family when a pet passes but particularly their companion pets so the the little box are left behind Um, so in their mind they've lost their buddy and I suppose they don't really have a great comprehension as far as we know of exactly what's happened Um, we do anecdotally experience a lot of grief signs in our pets so um let's say feeling very listless going off food um just not quite as active as we were before very similar to in people i think Anne is is doing a lot of things that i would suggest um taking them out for more walks getting them out in the sunlight interest something to kind of stimulate the senses is always really good but time is usually the biggest healer, um, I would say. I wouldn't rush into getting, let's say, another companion pet unless that was something that would suit your lifestyle and it's something that's well thought out um, because normally the pet will eventually settle unless that's a, unless you do want to add another four-legged member to the family. One thing I would say is if they're very off their food, just not to, let's say, um, I suppose just to be safe, if they are off their food for a kind of a considerable period of time, it would be best to get them checked out by a vet just to have a full physical exam. It does sound like it is most likely grief that's causing the signs, but just to make sure that we're not missing some underlying problem that might be making the little pet off their food, just kind of better safe than sorry. But I think really continue doing what you're doing. Just try and keep as much routine in the day as you can. So try and have the day kind of move like clockwork so that the dog knows exactly what's going to happen when, because that will really help them to feel more comfortable um, now that their their friend has gone. Okay, and it is tough. It it really, really yeah, is really uh, tough. Okay, somebody has a miniature dash hound. Uh, bedtime is proving to be a big problem. Once everybody goes to bed at night, the miniature dash hound constantly barking downstairs in his crate. He gets plenty of walks during the day, but nighttime is proving to be a nightmare. He's six months old. Okay, so um, it could be a number of things. I think top of my list will be the fact that he probably might need to go to the bathroom. 
Um, so until they reach kind of six, eight months of age, most dogs don't have full control of their bladder. Now at six months of age, you'd be hoping he'd be able to kind of hold it if he needed to. But the best thing I would say is right before you go to bed, the last thing you do before you trot up those stairs, take your dog out for a good long paddle in the back garden so that they can do their business if they need to before they go into their crate because a lot of the time if they're crate trained particularly their crate is their little den they don't want to mess it up so if they need to pee or poo they're going to get really distressed about that so first things first make sure they pee and poo just before you go to bed other things are just have ambient noise on downstairs in the background so let's say classical music overnight or some little noise because a lot of puppies there's a lot of activity going on during the day and they're used to a lot of noise and kind of activity around them it can be quite scary for them um, when all the family disappears at night and then the house becomes very quiet so some ambient noise overnight is a really helpful thing um, but also don't be afraid to go and comfort your puppy. I suppose the old style of thinking was, you know, if you know, let them settle, let themselves soothe. But now we know that like they need us to trust um, to trust us as their kind of primary caregiver, essentially. So to do that, it is best if they are distressed to go and comfort them, settle them back in and then try again, try going back to bed. I think it really is just time and routine and just make sure that they don't need to pee because that's an easy solution. They just need to pee a little bit later in the evening. Okay, and just stick with it. They will eventually, because the crate training is great, isn't it? You'd be a big advocate of crate training, yeah. yeah. Okay, absolutely, um, absolutely. Here's one from Greta. She is about to get a new pup. It's a it's a Cavishan. It's been offered to her at seven weeks of age, and she's wondering: is that very young to be taken away from the mother? normally I would advise they're at eight weeks of age before they they go to their new home um it really depends some extreme extremely well socialized dogs might be might be kind of big and busty enough to to go off to their their new homes at that age but as a general rule I would advise that they were at least eight weeks before they left their parents um and and at, at kind of eight weeks they're kind of they're independent to a degree or they can cope with a degree of independence away from their litter mates and their normal environment and their mum because it is quite a stressful change going from from kind of a, a litter environment with all of their litter mates into a solo environment in a home with a new family so they need to I suppose have the mental capacity to cope with that and normally either I'd recommend they were about eight weeks plus before that happened. Okay and here's a listener who has rehomed uh, a dog it's a German Shepherd mix a rescue dog about three years old uh, they reckon she said this dog has put such a great step back into our lives and it is great for us um, in the house that we find ourselves with all the children having flown the nest it's given us a new lease on life looking for advice on the feeding of a large dog I was reading up online about a raw food diet i.e. giving just raw meat and a veg diet I did give her a raw carrot and she seemed to have enjoyed it I'm wondering what's Jane's view on uh, food for a dog of this size. Okay, first of all, I'll, I'll preface this with I could talk about this for hours, but to be brief, uh, raw carrots are fine in small amounts. That wouldn't cause any any risk as long as they're at an appropriate size for your pet to eat. Um, so chopped up appropriately. Raw feed dieting. So let's say raw meat is something I would 100 percent be against um, and I will stake my flag in the sand and say I am against raw feed dieting because it has so many risks both to the animal and to the animal handlers so um, we do know that most dogs that are raw fed will have positive be positive for salmonella in their feces so imagine having that around the garden and having the family going out to enjoy the sunshine it's also a risk for them because there are reported cases of having really serious infections and even death 
as a result of having raw meat, very much similar to us, if we ingested a large amount of raw meat and had salmonella or compilobacter, that can cause a very serious infection. So we know that's a risk too. Generally, I wouldn't say it would be a suitable diet for most pets. And um, for me, the risk to the family as well as the dog in feeding raw food diet um, is, is overwhelmingly negative. So I would normally recommend the best thing to do is have a chat to your local vet or vet nurse. And they'll be able to discuss with you what options there are for a complete diet. Um, and the other thing is with raw food diet, you don't get, let's say, a complete diet, all the vitamins, minerals, proteins, fats that we would normally need. It's very, very hit and miss. And generally, we find that they are deficient in a number of minerals when they are on a raw fed diet. So I would say speak to your local vet. They're the best person for advice and they'll be able to let you know what will be suitable for your dog, your lifestyle and the amount of activity that they do. And they'll get you sorted. So well done for doing the research. I think it's really important. Yeah. And uh, to have a, a to have a, a rescued animal, it's the love that you will yeah. you will get back from that uh, animal. Frank in Bantier had left over turkey meat, gave it to his dogs. And now his dogs have ended up with diarrhoea. He's wondering, was the meat just simply too rich for their diet when they weren't used to it? Quite probably. Um, so let's say poultry, if it's just the, the breast meat, the really white meat is, is sometimes something we say is fine to feed as long as it's, let's say, not too oily. But turkey meat in particular, or particularly, let's say, brown leg meat or any skin from chicken or turkey, is generally something we wouldn't advise feeding. Um, it can be exceptionally rich on the tummy. It can cause digestive upset, so vomiting, diarrhea, and I suppose the high fat content in some of these meats sometimes means that they can cause a pancreatitis, so quite serious inflammation of the pancreas, which is one of the glands in the body that produces the enzymes that help us to digest food. So it's not something I would advise if you can, but if you are tempted to give a little bit of turkey or chicken to your pet, and that's that's fine, but as long as it's breast meat and it's not oily or fatty and there's no and the fact that all the dogs have come down with the diarrhea. Frank's having a busy day in, in yeah. Bantier for sure. Okay, listen, yeah. Jane, we leave it there. Thank you for that. Have a lovely week. And uh, we'll chat to you again you next too. week. Thanks a million. That is Jane Pickett of the Island Wood uh, Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, and they are part of the Mill Street Veterinary uh, Group. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.